Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero here in the Heroes for Hire podcast. My name is Sean Meehan, and joining me as always is... My partner in crime, very best pal, Mr. Connor Lawler. Hi, Sean. It's a lovely day out and I'm having a great time to be here. It is, it is a lovely day. I, I feel you'd rather be outside having fun than talking to me, though, to be honest. No, never. What? what? No, I, I, I absolutely love comic book characters, Sean. All comic book characters from here. all companies, Connor? Specifically certain companies. Oh, right, because... This is... No, you do it. You're better at it. Dark Horse. I hate Spawn. I love Spawn. <laughs> uh, no, this is Hero Zero. This is the show where we choose one comic book character every single week. We talk to good points and their bad points, and we generally just give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. So... I normally choose DC characters. Sean, you normally choose Marvel characters. Indeed. Now, last week, I chose a man who was half animal, half vegetable, half mineral. Three halves. Very strong character that we all remember well. Um, so that means you're back up this week. Yeah. I'm looking for a good reporter. I want a character I don't know anything about, Sean. It opened oh. my eyes to maybe a character that could maybe be introduced into the MCU and change everything. Funny you should say that, Connor. <laughs> So, now, uh, uh, character already in the MCU, Connor, I will say. Uh, However, a recent addition. Now, I ask you, who is the best villain in the MCU? Uh, uh, Oh, um, he's the world's, the biggest Nazi I've ever seen. Um, 
the the high no, the high the high evolutionary high, the high evolutionary. evolutionary yeah I was, there we I go I was like high conqueror no, but I'm like no that's Kang the Conqueror, Kang the conqueror. <laughs> I've mixed them up that's Kang the Conqueror on the 20th of April um, but <laughs> correct the high evolutionary uh, outrageously good performance in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three we're not going to do any spoilers for that but we did do a review of it on Monday if people are interested. It's almost like you've linked this in together to go with the review. It's, it's very strange. Well, look, I had to top the string of fucking terrible characters I've been talking about recently. <laughs> you have been on a bit of a run. <laughs> a bit of a run. So we're going to blast through uh, what is objectively a different take on the High Evolutionary. This is their traditional version. They made some adjustments in the MCU, but some stuff carries over. The main thing is that his Also, na- if you haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3... I would go watch that. Yes, it's outstanding. Mm. Who knew comic book movies could be good? And when you come back, just because we recommended it, if you could give us a like um, yep. and maybe a rating, whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on, would really help us out. I, I, and we also have a new thing in Spotify where it asks you a question. It asks maybe you after every episode, f- what did you think of the episode? So we have yeah. been subverting this by just saying, answer any question we want. Uh so let us know what you thought of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, I guess. Write <laughs> your whole review in the question. Whole thing in the comments, and then people will think yes. you're talking about the podcast. But you'll know. We'll yes! Know. <laughs> it really made me cry. Fucking hell, oh, these yes. two lads are really emotional. Too much this. animal abuse for me. Oh! <laughs> animal, animal, vegetable, mineral man. Wow, what an emotional character. What's he been up to? Uh, no, so, starting out, High Evolutionary. This is a character first debuted in 1966, by the way. Uh, so he has been going a very long time. Uh, originally named Herbert Windham, and he was born in Manchester, England, but soon moved to the Welsh countryside with his parents, Connor. Uh, Herbert. Herbert. Herbert Windham. Mm, I, I don't have any comments in case a Herbert is listening, but Herbert. Herbert. Big Herb. Windham. Yep. Big Herb. Big Daddy Herb. Big Daddy Herb. He has a few mo- movies named after him. One with Lindsay Lohan. Which is this? Oh, Herbie Fully Loaded. Herbie Fully Loaded. Continue. Sorry. <laughs> He's uh, fully loaded. <laughs> as a student in he, uh, the 1920s, uh, he was inspired by the work of Nathaniel Essex, who would later go on to become Mr. Sinister. Uh, uh, you've done a report on him, I know him. Indeed you do. And he was uh, inspired to perform his own genetic experiments involving rats. And what he would do is he actually came up with a system to evolve rats. Um, they give them enhanced intelligence, growth, strength, speech, all the rest of it. Later, when he attended a conference in Geneva, uh, Herbert was approached by an inhuman in disguise who gave Wyndham the secrets for unlocking genetic codes. As a result, he created... This is the 60s, by the way, so this is perfectly fine to just say in four comic panels. Uh, as a result, he created a serum that allowed for genetic alteration, but his controversial work got him expelled from Oxford University, Connor. I, I'm gonna... It, alteration, genetic all It's really big in Marvel. There's a lot of it. There is a lot of it going on. There's a load of scientists doing some fucked up shit. Honestly, yes, there is. Uh... <laughs> There's a lot of people that just mess with genes. Uh, I think it's yeah. it's a byproduct of it's like the when the mutants were introduced, and then the gene alteration is a way to be someone who's not a mutant but is mutated, kind of a deal. 
Right, so they, it was a way to get around the fact that you're not born a mutant, but these people could, like, give you powers if they wanted to create someone. Yeah, it's an easy way to explain. So it's not an easy way to explain it, but it's a way to explain people hmm. just getting powers. I suppose, yeah, okay, cool. Um, so Wyndham joined with a fellow scientist, Jonathan Drew, to continue his work. And they set up a base on Wondagore Mountain, um, which was built by a workforce of moloids given to him by the Inhumans. Uh, basically, mole sorry? people built... Sorry, no, sorry, what? Mole people what built a big fortress on Wondagore Mountain. The people are called moloids. Could have just... You literally could have just said he had a mountain base. And I would have went with that's you. Fair. But then you had to add in the bit about the mole people. Do you know the mountain that Scarlet Witch fights on in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness? How many moles did it take to build that mountain? Look, I'm not dignifying that with an answer, but that's Wondagore Mountain, Connor. Uh, oh. So, Drew, uh, so Jonathan Drew is his assistant at this point. Jonathan Drew Is that Jessica Drew's brother? Jo- her father, actually. Uh, oh. Jessica was there on the mountain. Uh, the mountain was built on reserves of uranium and Jessica became very, very ill. To save her... <laughs> It was fucking green. She was glowing at the time. Why are we here? <laughs> to save Jessica, she was treated by a combination of spider serum and... Of course. And the evolutionary knowledge that Herbert had ev- developed. She was then placed in suspended animation, and this would result in her becoming the superheroine known as Spider-Woman, Connor. My child has been has been rolling around in radioactive waste. Does anyone have any spider serum? That's the way we counteract it. Obviously, everyone knows or that. Or is there a ninja turtle who is familiar with the process? <laughs> Donatello? <laughs> oh, he's a party dude. He's a, no, that's a party. Raphael. Actually, you could... Raphael, no, no, Michelangelo, Michelangelo sorry. the party dude. Ra- Raphael is cool but Raphael rude. Is sorry, which is also... Ra- Raphael... He, he's cool. He is rude, but look, he's he's kind of charming and a sort of anti-hero. He's a bit of shot. a rogue. Do you know who else is a bit of a rogue, Connor? The werewolf that killed Jessica Drew's mother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate rogue. <laughs> so it was a werewolf named Gregor Rusoff. Uh, and after this, Jonathan Drew left Wondagore Mountain. And Herbert constructed a suit of advanced armour to protect himself from the werewolf. Uh, He has since... But not his child. She's in suspended animation. Uh, She's like locked in the mountain. She's fine. Cool, cool, cool. Um, So, after he had made the suit of armour, a new dude turns up at Wondegore Mountain. His name is Miles Warren. Miles Warren is a Spider-Man villain called the Jackal, who specialises in cloning okay. technology. He started the clone saga, Connor. Uh, <laughs> we hate him. I love him to bits. He's the best. Why? Because of Ben Riley. Ben Riley. Because he gave us the world okay, Ben Riley. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Is Ben Riley in Spider-Verse? He is. He is. He's been seen in the trailer. Cool. Uh, Did you see the new Spider-Man 5 trailer? The Spider-Man 5 trailer? The- Sorry, the, the video game. Yes. Sorry, apologies. Spider-Man 2 on PS5 looks so fucking good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> it looks slick. You get to play as Venom. You get to play as Miles. You get to fucking glidey web oh. wings. Oh, it's going to be so good. Craven? Man. Good Craven, perhaps? Craven? <laughs> you see Craven. I was like, oh, fuck off, Craven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so burnt out on Craven. Um, anyway, Miles Warren shows up to Wondergore to be the High Evolutionary's new assistant. At the time, the High Evolutionary was creating... Basically, what you 
bit of a mild spoiler what you see in the movie. He's evolving animals into humanoid creatures. Uh, this yes. is a race of beings that he calls the new men. Um, and he he's just raising them. And at the minute, they're kind of still kind of bestial. Like, they're still pretty monstrous animal tendencies and stuff like that. Um, and so... He is convinced by Miles Warren to teach the new men the code of ethics and chivalry. Uh, so they become known, all of these animal-human hybrids become known as the Knights of Wondagore. Uh, and they're, they're these animal-evolved creatures who behave like knights of the round table. <laughs> <laughs> and they basically... Sometimes, in the middle of your report, I think, how did we get here? <laughs> Is Drugs normally in the 60s. a question. Just okay, fair enough. I'm, <laughs> I'm okay with that. So the basically, I need to know is that there's these uh, medieval knights who are animal-human hybrids who now protect the mountain from threats. Obviously, if you, if you haven't picked up on that, you, it's your fault because mm-hmm. this is obviously where the plot should go if we're going to do this normally. And we're about to take it to eleven. Do you remember the werewolf from but- earlier? <laughs> Oh, how could I forget? So. <laughs> Kill Jessica Drew's mother before she started rolling around uranium. I remember good. it well. Very, very good. So that werewolf, mm. Rusoff, used the mystical book known as The Dark Hold. There's literally no power of me that thought that werewolf was coming back into this story, to be honest <laughs> with you. I just thought you were like, oh, Jessica's mother. Because why would I think, well, that werewolf is definitely coming back into this as maybe a major plot point. Chekhov's werewolf, my friend. <laughs> So, so he's got like he's got objectives. This werewolves. Oh, he's got plans. He's got plans. He's trying to find a okay. way out of being a werewolf. He's trying to cure his lycanthropy, Connor. Uh, but, now, but why? But, okay, okay. The way to do this, he uses the mystical book known as the Darkhold from the films. Um, <laughs> <laughs> from that film we know, and he uses it. But in the process, he frees Cthon, the god of chaos in the Marvel Universe. I, I hate when you accidentally free Cthon, the god of chaos. Every fucking time I try to read that book, non-stop Cthon is showing up. It's just, it happens to all of us, you know? It's, it's nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, so, he's no longer a werewolf. The Knights of Wondagore fight the demon and they banish him from the mountain. Now... So now you just got a load of, like, pandas and fucking dogs and shit, like, fighting with swords and shields, fighting against the demon. Pretty much, yeah. There was one that was a cockroach, but he went rogue and got banished to space. But I didn't want to put that in the report, because I thought it would confuse things. (laughs) Ah, yes, sorry. (laughs) So far it's been seamless. (laughs) At the very same moment, right, that the demon was being... (laughs) That the demon was being banished... uh, a woman named Magda gave birth to two twins on the side of the mountain. The twins' names... Oh, fuck off. ...were Wanda and Pietro, Connor. Oh, I knew that was coming, and I, I wasn't happy with it. <laughs> I it's like twins in Marvel. There can only be two. <laughs> there can only be one or, like... So, hang on. So, I'm just trying to figure this out. So, the demon gets yeah. killed at the exact moment that they pop out, but ironically, twins don't pop out at the same time. So, even... W- Surely one of them would only have powers if it was demons formed. The power... uh, Yeah, no, look, that's a fair point. But in this, they both get powers out of it. (laughs) Because they don't come out two at a time, as far as I know. No, oh, you'd hope not. My God. Oh, no. (laughs) 
<laughs> bad enough being on the side I of the mountain doing like, it. Even if you were going to run that plot point, the demon dies and a spirit goes into the fucking air and it suddenly goes into the ne- the newest thing in the universe, which was a baby just being born. Doesn't mean the second twin like has any powers because they're either still in the womb or they're already out of the womb. Well, lucky they get powers anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> The wolf, the wolf came back and gave the wolf came back. <laughs> and uh, the the high evolutionary finds the twins. Magda dies in childbirth. He gives the twins to a Romany couple who had lost their own children. So they are raised. Nice. They get powers, and the rest is history. Now, the high evolutionary, after many clashes with heroes such as Thor and the Hulk, he decided to launch his castle into space. There, fucking <laughs> hell. Every time you start a sentence, it sounds like it's going to be normal. And then it ends with you saying, he, after fights with Thor and Hulk, I just thought you were going to say, he just stopped. But no, no, no. He fires his castle into space. He does. This is where they make him into more of a cosmic threat rather than just some weird old fuck who lives on a mountain. Perfect plot. That's how you get him out there. You send the castle into space, obviously. It's at this point that he... So for a while, he dissolves his regular body and form, becomes an artificial intelligence, then gets a body back, but he now has the power to evolve and devolve other creatures at will without the use of a machine. Did anyone else hear that? Yeah. No, it's wild. Did did I take drugs? What? The thing about this... He dissolved his body. Yeah. He, he 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 evolved. Well, technically, he evolved himself so far because he's he can evolve things that he just became disembodied. But he couldn't evolve until he dissolved himself. No, it, well, there was no body anymore until he got a body again because they realised that's way easier to draw. Uh, <laughs> Hard to draw dots. The most important thing is that he can now evolve and devolve other creatures at will. Connor, it's just built into his suit now. He can just He's just built it. different now He's just built different That machine yeah, That okay, turns cool. things into animals That's just at the tip of his fingers At all times Well see what they wanted Was they wanted him To be able to do that But they didn't want To have to draw That fucking stupid machine Every time And then they said Why don't we just give him The yeah. powers instead Cool <laughs> How about How about he can just point Then we draw a flash of light And then it's a monster <laughs> <laughs> It'll save us a whole bunch of setting stories up of having to drag them back to his castle to then lead on to the next plot point. That's it. And so what he does is he then goes to the point in Earth's orbit on the opposite side of the sun. He then collapses a bunch of asteroids to make what he calls a counter-Earth, Connor. And this is to be a perfect Earth without the corruption of evil. But if you... I don't want to get scientific Go here, but it. if he did create a second Earth mm. in our atmosphere or in our system, even near the moon, say, on the opposite side, yeah. um, wouldn't that surely have very damaging effects towards this Earth in terms of oceans? Oh, it would. Say. It would. Uh, or <laughs> or weather. Because what you're doing now is instead of... You imagine a swing ball set, right? Mm. It's that you, Now instead of one Earth swinging around the universe and around the sun, you have an Earth the exact same distance away. So there's twice the force being exerted. So it would, in theory, mm. spread out further and fuck both planets. <laughs> but in this, it just so works. What he's done is... He's killed everyone, but at the same time, it just works because it just works, right? Shut your fucking face. Exactly. The answer is don't think about it. Mm. Um, okay, cool. So so this happens. He sets it up 
And then it's it's kind of like what you see in the film that it's like he'll build it up and raise it down and the whole thing. Like he's just he becomes the god of this world, essentially. Um, at the same time, the High Evolutionary recovered the cocoon of a being known only as him. Capital H-I-M, him, and was taking care of it until its inhabitant would emerge in a new form. When the being emerged from the cocoon, High Evolutionary rechristened him as Adam Warlock. Like, oh, oh, well, we've seen that coming. Okay. Once you mentioned cocoon, I was like, I I think I know who it is. The limited number of people that this can be. (laughs) Very few people come out of a cocoon. Uh, he gave him the soul gem, which, by the way, he obtained by unrevealed circumstances. Uh, I love an unrevealed circumstance. He just has it. Don't ask fucking questions. And he enlisted Adam Warlock to protect Counter-Earth from any evil that would crop up on the planet. Uh, so Adam Warlock but was a cop. it's meant to be a perfect Earth, though. It is, but okay, but there's, but there's, there's, there, look, there's one bad one, and he keeps corrupting other yeah. people. He's called Man Beast. Oh. Uh, that's his whole thing. Ah, <laughs> oh, fucking bastard! Kill him. Now, this is where I'm ending the plot of High Evolution here because after this, it gets too insane for me. It's fucking ridiculous <laughs> what this man gets up to. Uh, read the wiki yourself. There's a lot of fun stories there, but that's the backstory of the character and what he's generally about. Um, Good. Uh, the, he's he's less outright m- evil than the MCU version is at that point. Uh, but powers and abilities, Connor. Um, and the, the Marvel Wiki likes to give a, a little fucking clarifier here is that his powers vary over the years and depending on who's writing him. Um, it makes sense. But cool. Usually what he has, and this is in the armour, he has superhuman strength, superhuman intelligence. His brain has evolved to its full potential. Uh, he has superhuman durability. He has a healing factor that makes him virtually unkillable because <laughs> the armor has an automatic evolutionizer. So, if I can give you an example. Please. The High Evolutionary was once ripped to pieces and pulverized into organic jelly by the Hulk. The High Evolutionary simply evolved out of his injuries and was fully restored. It's not... What? <laughs> Basically, his armour got the individual cells that were left and in in a heartbeat, like, sped up the evolution of those cells to completely recreate the high evolutionary as he was before he him, died. Him with all of his memories. Memories, and everything skills, perfect. abilities, everything the same. That's amazing. Yeah. That's almost story-breaking in terms of how good that oh, is. Oh, d- it doesn't crop up too often. <laughs> I assume not. <laughs> he also, because of his evolutionary abilities, has telepathic communication, astral projection. He can separate his spirit from his body. He can levitate. He can make himself invisible. Uh, force fields. He can grow and decrease his own size up to a max of 300 feet. He has... Can I ask, has he ever lost? Uh, uh, frequently. He's usually beaten by... <laughs> The fact that he thinks he's too smart, you know? So Isn't that always the way? It's how Isn't I always, always go down. the way, huh? Uh, he's got psychokinesis, concussive blasts, plasma rays, total recall memory. Uh he can he can do artificial evolution. Uh so he can evolve or devolve life forms, and he is immortal, meaning he doesn't age, he doesn't need to eat or drink. He has evolved him his own genetic code to achieve eternal life. He is a super genius and a master geneticist. His suit has an automatic defense 
life support system and can, as I mentioned, reconstitute his body whenever needed. <laughs> All right. And that's a lot of weaknesses. So he has. Um, oh, uh, oh uh, look. How do you defeat him? Uh, well, t- the power grid might give you a, a, a an idea. Go for it. So he's an intelligence of six, strength of two, speed of two, durability of seven, energy projection yeah, of six. Yeah, good, because well, he can't die. He can't, he simply cannot die. He's simply built, literally built yeah, he different. Si- literally, he wants to, but he simply cannot. <laughs> and he has a fighting skills of two. So you can beat him in a fight, but he'll just come right back immediately. He's the Homer Simpson as a boxer. Yeah. Just, he just, you just can't take him out. He will just keep taking punches, basically. Uh, he, I would like to see him versus the Hulk to see who wins. See, the thing is, he'll like high evolutionary will win eventually, and like he might just retreat because he can't be bothered and he'd be, prefer to be doing science. But like he'll always come back. Is the issue? <laughs> I have I have a science fair tomorrow, Hulk. So if you could just fuck I off, punch me in the face, a load of vinegar and baking soda <laughs> into this volcano. So <laughs> have you ever heard of Mentos? <laughs> Do I have the display for you? <laughs> Hulk just beating the shit out of him. So, like, ultimately, I understand why the High Evolutionary is different in the Guardians movie. Because I mean, I feel like it'd be... Because he would just be another ego. Yes. If you did that. Just essentially, yeah, like an actual god at that point. Yeah. And again, this is what happens when a character who was initially, his whole be like deal was that, oh, he turns animals into humans in the 60s. And then, like, extrapolate fucking 60-odd years from that. And, like, oh, he can't be killed. He can regrow from a single cell. Had you, have you ever seen, like, that image with, like, the massive domino? Yeah. Like, the tiny domino leading to the massive domino? That's basically this. Yeah. So, like, in the 60s, someone's like, wouldn't it be cool if we had a weird scientist who was, like, doing gene stuff on people? Just, like, testing stuff out with animals and stuff. Just kind of fucking around. And then eventually we got to the point of we have a literal god yeah. and he lives in a castle in the space and he just just cannot be killed. Yeah, and I think that's like partly good is that like he just has his own earth that he messes with over the other side of the galaxy. We never have to see him until it becomes relevant. So he just kind of pops up whenever they need him. But then he could also just go, I'm going home. You guys are having you're it's not fun here yeah. anymore. So you've given me a lot to think about. I'll make sure this doesn't happen on my earth. <laughs> yeah. So no matter what happens, he always wins. Like they could just be killing him. And he'll just be like, you've given me a lot to think about by beating the fucking piss out of me. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my earth and think of why I don't want to get the piss beaten out of me over there. Thank you very much. Exactly. Goodbye. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, but that, Connor, is the full report on the main parts of the High Evolutionary. I just, I just want one week, Sean. Just give me one week where you do? don't go batshit. What can I do, man? It's not me. I'm not doing this for the fun. I hate this as much as the rest of you. <laughs> I hate comics. <laughs> Hero Zeros once a month now. Fuck it. <laughs> What's a year? <laughs> What's a year? <laughs> Um, so yeah like if you enjoyed this show we have done hundreds of Hero Zeros covering lots of different characters Sean's reports always devolve into just the most batshit plot points of all time Marvel um, always just does deliver- that. that's not I me. like I do I do love the fact that your delivery is always just like really cash 
But it's like, so anyway, yeah. Um, so he werewolf. got a load of zombies, <laughs> and he got a load of zombies, and he's after taking over a different planet. He went to Saturn, and he took that over anyway, just as a laugh, just um, for, for the crack. Like. And then what can you do? Sure, you know how it is. And <laughs> sure, you just, not you just say it like that, and but the way you say it makes me feel dumb because I'm like, is that normal? Hang God, <laughs> is that the logical next step? At this, this point, plot? we need to accept that that's the kind of shit that happens in Marvel at the minute. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you liked what you heard here, you can go back and listen to all those episodes. We also have a Patreon, which is here's for, uh, patreon.com forward slash here's for our podcast. The link is go. down below. And we are re- we're going to be bringing out a new movie review uh, in the next couple of days, which will be for Knives Out. We did The Last Jedi last month. We've done lots of movie reviews over there. If you want to get access to, I don't know, like hundreds of movie reviews at this point. Maybe at least like, dozens. At least dozens. Um, over 50, anyway. Movie reviews are over there. Um, and you can follow us on all the social medias. They're all down below. But most importantly, if you could give us just... Just just, just give us this one little favour. Uh-huh. Just tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. So, I have been Connor Lawler. I have been Sean Liam. And we shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.